And our next guest is uh, Hilary Dully, and Hilary's a, a documentary and filmmaker, a film teacher and writer. And you're very welcome, Hilary, to Scarfay Community Radio. Thank you very much. Thank you. So how and when, like, how did you choose uh, Flagmount as a place to come and live? Okay, that's an interesting question. Um, well, we've been living here for about, uh, I suppose, about 25 years. Oh, really? Yeah, and we came and um, we had one child and a second child on the way. Um, and I suppose we were living in Dublin. Life was very pressurised. I was leaving kids to crashes, going in traffic, and I just thought well, I'm not really going to continue to do this with two children. It was just a bit much. So we always wanted to live outside Dublin. And this area, I suppose, um, it was an hour from Galway and an hour from Limerick. And so it seemed before we all could remote work, and um, yeah. it seemed like a reasonably good kind of balance between the two places. And then I think we just kind of fell in love with the landscape and decided to stay did you have friends that had lived here or just absolutely any connection at all just found flagma yeah we didn't really have any connection no No, but we found a lot of friends very quickly we went to live in Cahir and um, we were renting a house from uh, Mary and Flan Noonan Um, and they had small children and you know quickly became a sort of little community down there yes so um yeah, so that's the story. So you never felt the desire to move back to Dublin then. I like a bit of both. To do be you? Honest. Do you like to? Do you like to visit? Uh, I do. My mother still lives in Dublin. Yeah. So yeah. I, um, I visit very frequently, and I still have a lot of friends in Dublin. And I think I might need that balance because yeah. when you grow up in the city, you get used to just things being very close by. So you kind of got the best of both worlds then if well, you go and visit. if you can, yeah. Yeah. That's good. Okay. So um, one of the reasons we're very interested in interviewing you particularly today is that um, we're reading about um, a, a book that's being shortly released called On Dangerous Ground. And it's the revolutionary period, revolutionary period memoir of Republican Moore. Comerford, am I saying her name? Is it Maura? Maura Comerford, yeah. And um, you have a family connection. And maybe tell us a little bit about, I know you've edited this from her mm. original writings. So tell us about Maura, will you? Okay, well, um, Maura, well, first of all, Maura was my um, husband's aunt. So I first came in contact with her when I first met him in the kind of mid-1980s. And um, he, he was still, at that time, living in her former home. So I came upon these boxes, just about 25, 26 boxes, and they were kind of piled high. And she was a lifelong Republican, so the house was very full of <laughs> Republican iconography and all that kind of stuff. Where was she from? She was from, originally she was born in County Wicklow in Ratdrum in 1893. Uh, and she died in 1982 she just short of her 90th birthday and um, she was brought up in Rat Drum until her father was a mill owner and they were kind of on the fringes of the Catholic gentry at that time and then moved to Wexford when her father died and again kind of living in the sort of 
edges of the Catholic gentry in, in, in Wexford, so it was all hunting and mm-hmm. um, that kind of lifestyle. And she became politically involved um, when she was quite young, really, and um, then joined Common Amon and um, came, went to live in Dublin, uh, worked for the historian Alice Stoffer Green, and just became very involved in the mm-hmm. War of Independence, and then was a very active... Um, I suppose, com- combatant in the Civil War. Yeah. Was she always a Republican or did... I read somewhere that she spent some time in London mm. and she was very influenced by um, somebody that she worked with who made her uh, rather angry, I think, and determined to uh, to be a Republican. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. In yeah. her memoir, you know, there is a, a chapter which deals with that time in London. Mm-hmm. And she went to a secretarial course, and it was around the time of um, the Ulster Covenant. And uh, she, the woman who was running the school, who kind of had been a friend, a hunting friend of her mother's, she uh, was a very fierce unionist. Yes. So she used to read out uh, Carson's speeches for them to, for their shorthand (laughs) and typing. Yeah, and she, she used to pick a up a bit of Countess Markovich from that point of view, <laughs> just that she she rebelled against those feelings. Yeah. yeah, and then she would pick on Maura, who was the only Catholic oh. in the class, and uh, would say to her after she'd read out, like, well, well, "What do you think of that?" So yeah. she began to think, "Well, I don't think that much about it, but maybe I should find out something yeah. about it." So she started reading. She read a lot of history books when she was in London. And, um, you know, it sort of made her much more aware of the relationship between Britain and Ireland. Yes. Um, because it, I suppose at that time it was becoming an issue anyway because of home rule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bates around home and rule. And by the time the rising, you know, the Easter rising came about then, she had been in Cumnamon for a number of years at that point. Was she active within... What, during the Easter week? No, she wasn't actually. I think she she joined Common Amon after 1916. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, she was in Dublin during the Rising. So it's kind of interesting because she's sort of wandering the streets. And <laughs> did she, she write them, about that? She then? does, yeah. yeah she writes yeah. about that. And the whole witness account of um, just, you know, what was happening in Dublin at the time. Yeah. And she did go to Stephen's Green on her way home, but she had a very elderly relative and she asked the sentry outside, could she go in and see Countess Markovich? Because she knew she was inside. The <laughs> <laughs> RCSI over there. <laughs> but then she thought she'd better go home and look after her. Yeah. And, for them, it was, and then, of course, when she went back to Wexford, things had changed. Mm. Things changed a lot after the 1916 rising. When, when you think of a woman of that age you know, from the class perhaps that she came from as well, you know, that to be, I don't mean to be thinking so individually and to be, you know, in some ways, that's real groundbreaking. I mean, you know, you have the suffragette movement, you've so much change at that time Mm. and that she has, this is, she goes on this path of republicanism which extends beyond the War of Independence. She must have been a very, very unique woman in some ways. Well, that's one of the things that I found really interesting about when I was putting the whole memoir together was, like, the whole War of Independence, I think, was like this great citizen army. Mm-hmm. And people down to 
you know, she talks about just people throwing smoking guns and women with their capricious aprons catching it and just a general sense of everybody. So many people were involved. (laughs) So many people like her, but she was perhaps somewhat exceptional because she... During her time in coming on, she she didn't stay in one place. She seemed to travel all around the country, so that made her a little bit different. But there were thousands, and she makes this point in her book, and also in her book, she she speaks a lot about people who we wouldn't know so much about, okay. kind of lost to the footnotes of history, like women who, as she said, kept house for the yes for the, the republic, the, the safekeepers, yeah. yeah. And the kind of incredible um, bravery, because yeah. they were raided all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was... Um, but they were just all utterly committed. Yes. She went on hunger strike as well, didn't she? She did during the civil... Um, during the, When she was imprisoned during the Civil War, she was on hunger strike for 27 days. Yeah. She's, wow, that's she's a tough lady. Yeah. 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 So, so when the treaty was signed, she went on the anti-treaty side... And was she active then during the Civil War? Very active during the Civil War. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she was actually De Valera's driver. Okay, that would make her very active yeah. then. Yeah. Um, and she, um, yeah, she was extremely active. Yeah. yeah. And I read there that she had, she was actually arrested in 1971 yes. for Republican activities or yeah. something. So, I mean, she had this name then of being, you know, into the early 70s. I mean, of. Yeah, no, actually, up until she died, her house in Sandyford was like this place of pilgrimage, really, it, yeah. where everybody, uh, well, not everybody, but he, he, people who were interested in the period, and also um, there was also a lot of scholars, historians, all kinds of people, Republicans in trouble, people on the run, it just came to her house so the special branch was still often parked outside keep an eye on her keep an eye on her and who was coming and going as well so she was as she was described as the grand old dame of republicanism (laughs) in her obituary I'm really looking forward to reading it when is it when is it actually Uh, yeah the book is called On Dangerous Ground Mm -hmm. and um, it's well, it should be in the bookshops this day next week. I oh, hope. With Lilliput Press. Yeah, published by Lilliput Press. And yeah. um, you, I mean, you, you must be delighted. Are you very proud of this work? Because, you know, editing this and pulling the... Mem- there must, must be a lot of work in pulling the memoir together of diaries and... Yeah, I, I, I used to, like, sort of berate myself a lot because I'd see it and think, I need to do that. Like, oh, but <laughs> eventually... I think the timing is really good now. Yeah, yeah. it is good now. Yeah. yeah, the timing is right for it now, and that's just maybe... I just think she's around somewhere. Yeah. You know, she wants her her her, her say. Well, it's another Christmas present idea, I think yeah. it really is. Yeah. I think we're coming to the... Sorry, Geraldine. To the end of the show, yeah. and um, thank you very much for joining us, Hilary, and I think we're only just touching on interesting things you you're, you're involved in i think we could definitely be here for a lot longer and hopefully we will We've just meet again scratch the surface but perhaps we can visit again okay well listen thank you very much thank you thank you